0: conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Round Peg where we believe that marketing strategy should be delivered in plain English. This is Lorraine Gall.
1: And this is Jared Jewett.
0: And this week we're going to talk about construction.
1: Physical construction or business construction?
0: Well, as much as I love working with construction companies on their web design, this week we're actually going to talk about the basics of business construction.
1: Okay, so figuring out sort of what we like to call the groundwork of your business, uh, where to start before leaping too far ahead.
0: Absolutely, and specifically the groundwork for your internet marketing plan because this is an area where I think a lot of businesses approach it by sort of throwing stuff out there and hoping that the pieces will all come together.
1: Oh, especially in the age of social media, you see it all the time. People say, well, we've got stuff. We need to be on Facebook. That's the only plan we need. And when it comes to Internet marketing, that's just not the case.
0: No. So you really, to some extent, you've got to start with the basics. And they're the same basics that I was talking to customers about 20 years ago. you got to start with a plan. And the first piece of that plan is defining who your customer is.
1: So you mean really taking the time to write down what the ideal customer looks like, what the person who comes into your business and is really, really going to be interested in your products and services, what they both physically and ideologically look like.
0: And if you've got a B2B business, you still have an ideal customer. You have certain types of companies that you want to work with. And you need to think about the difference between an acceptable client and an ideal client.
1: Absolutely, because there will probably come times where things slow down and you have to figure out, you know, at, at what level, what is your lowest level of tolerance?
0: Absolutely, there are there are clients that if they come in waving dollar bills, I'm going to work with them, but I'm not gonna use any of my marketing resources to find those kind of companies. I'm going to save my precious marketing dollars and my marketing time to focus on the people I really want to work with.
1: Right, and those people really do become kind of the cornerstone of this entire plan.
0: The next thing that you need to think about as you're thinking about your marketing plan is how much are you willing to spend?
1: Can you justify so much marketing spend? And if you do, really, what are you looking to get out of it? And really knowing that from day one, so you, A, don't run out, right? And B, don't under budget, honestly.
0: Yeah, and so you put the pieces together. You you have this big overriding number. And part of that is driven when you understand the lifetime value of your customer. How much is a customer worth? For us, we know what the average customer spends, we know what they spend every year, we know how many years they stay with us. So I can make a good decision about how much I'm willing to spend to acquire another customer.
1: And as you start pulling in some of this marketing data that comes later, you can really go back to this very foundational element and figure out, well, okay, I know my marketing works on X percent of people that I talk to, I know the value of those customers, you know, are going to pay out to that percentage. How much can I budget into?
0: Absolutely. And now you know how much you're willing to spend. You know who you're trying to talk to. The last piece of the plan is really looking at when do you want to spend that money? Do you spend it all in the first quarter? Do you dole it out every month? Do you kind of let the first quarter roll and go top-heavy at the back part of the year? Different businesses are going to have a different calendar and a different rhythm.
1: And I think, I think we're personally getting a lot better at looking a lot further ahead and planning these activities out to really hit when business hits. Uh, your business might be incredibly seasonal right um some of the companies we work with are food service companies who you know the kind of foods that you cook with them you might only be cooking hearty meals with that kind of food in the winter so they need to know they need to have that plan uh, you know january 1 to know that in december is really when all that that budget we talked about needs to be spent
0: the last piece of this is looking out beyond your own company and looking at your competitors because some of what you do and especially on the Internet. Some of what you do is kind of in isolation, looking very inward, but some of it has to be a response to what your competitors are doing, particularly when you're trying to get search position for your website.
1: No question about that. If you see other people doing things, again, on a seasonal basis, and they're doing it really well and effectively, you should probably plan to be part of that conversation.
0: Now, there are times that that your competitors are idiots, and so you shouldn't just blindly follow what they're doing but look at your competitors and pick the best strategies and copy those now you're ready now you've got all the pieces you've got everything in place and you're ready for the year to begin if you're sitting there and you've been listening to this conversation and you think well do I have all the pieces in place or not you might want to go ahead and take the marketing quiz that's embedded in the bottom of this blog post. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.